feel me. I get to the money with ease. I'm different, they checking my stage. I'm the new wave, it's a breeze. Not praying that she on her knees. I just might go get a Rari. OG came like an Atari. NDAs outside my party. Humble but sorry, not sorry. Sorry, hey, 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 sorry, not sorry. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, hey, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, hey, sorry, not sorry. Hard top for 250. Pay cash all centuries. Paperwork with some whiskey. I just be handling bids. Don't know what a manager is. They need to have me on cribs. Feel like I abandoned my kid. Infinity pulling the back. Your chick wanna foot with a Mac. She asking around for my jack. But she only one in the pack. I fly on the jet to relax. Tripping champagne for the snack. Suckers won't hit me with that. 50 50, get the strap. I get to the money with ease. I'm different, they checking my stage. I'm the new wave, it's a breeze. Not praying that she on her knees. I just might go get a Rari. OG game like an Atari. NDAs outside my party. Humble but sorry, not sorry. Sorry, hey, 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 sorry, not sorry. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, hey, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, hey, sorry, not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. And I'm not sorry for all this Bukhari. I'm not sorry for all these farmers. I'm not sorry for y'all been boring. I'm not sorry for y'all been sorry. No apologies, no apologize. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Why you texting me? I'm sorry. Why? I just can't feel sorry for you niggas. No, I'm sorry, slime. Her face full of sorrow. Fuck till I see tis the jaw she cry. Ooh, yeah, and I am not sorry for all of these charges. I am not sorry for all of these lawyers. I am not sorry, but y'all gon' be sorry. Yeah, and we are not sorry, nigga. We are sorry. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I am not sorry at all. I get to the money with ease. I'm different, they checking my stage. I'm the new wave, it's a breeze. Not praying that she on her knees. I just might go get a Rari. OG game like an Atari. NDAs outside my party. Humble but sorry, not sorry. Sorry, hey, 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 sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Hey, sorry, not sorry. Hey, sorry, not sorry. What up, though? That sounds dope. <laughs> Episode 175 of the iHeart Miko podcast. That was Dame Dollar. Yeah. New album out. That song was called Sorry. It was featuring Lil Wayne. Um, I guess the album's called Dame Dollar also. Yeah, that's Self titled Dame Dollar. Um, Hey, listen, AJ got some competition. <laughs> that was okay, dope. That's, that's what we need to be discussing. AJ Francis, step up to the plate. AJ going to kill AJ, him. You October got some competition. 4th. October 4th. Yeah. Okay, so you you were AJ. AJ like, all day. Fuck it. All no, day. You heard dog, one man. goddamn song, but I love the commitment. AJ going to kill this one, bro. I heard it. more than one song. I'm talking about you heard one of Dame's songs. Oh, I don't need to hear any more Dame's songs. I heard a lot of AJ songs. <laughs> October 4th. That's that loyalty right there. Um, support. I support everybody. Of course, AJ's my nigga. I support. I, support I haven't heard too. nobody spit. Not only like, let's just say this. AJ's our friends. So people are going to all, all already think that we're like biased or whatever. Yeah. But what they should know is. I love to tell my friends how trash they are. At you things. do. I love it. I totally enjoy it, and for some reason, I'm not going to be able to do that with AJ. Nah, he's really good. The nigga is nice. Yeah, he's really good. He's really good at what he does. 
Oh, he's talented. I can't even hate no, at all. Nice. Even some of the songs that I'm like, oh, this one, I don't feel it because, you know, I don't really get, I don't get into rap like everybody else. Yeah, that's just anybody. Even you love Drake. You don't like every single Drake mm. song. No, you don't. Every single Drake song, no, you, it's some songs that ain't your shit. Okay, maybe ain't my yeah, shit, but yeah. I think I like all of them. Same thing with Chris Brown. And I don't even talk about Chris Brown, but I have not ever heard a Chris Brown song that I don't like. Like that I'm like, this is garbage. I would never listen to this yeah, again. Yeah, I ain't going to say never. garbage. Yeah, I've never heard a Drake song where I was like, I could never hear this again and I'll be fine. I haven't. And so, yeah, he's batting a thousand. That's what's up. They used to be like that with Party and Ty Dolla Sign, but no, not anymore. They both have some songs now that I'm like, skip. Yeah, Ty, Ty Dolla Sign was on a, he do, he on some different shit sometimes. Now. Well, did you hear the Hot Girl Summer, what is it called? No, I did not. Well, Nicki Minaj and uh, my girl Megan The Stallion just did a song together. Yeah. Um, Hot Girl Summer something. Ty Dolla Sign's on the hook. I'm not a fan. You're not rolling? No. I'm and not a fan. You want to be rolling because you love Ty Dolla Sign, so it must not be dope. He's on a hook, and it's like what I would have felt like he should have done um, is he should have got 16. And I know that, you know, the women, Maya was like, you just want him to get 16 because you're a fan of his. I'm like, she's like, this is a girl song. That's probably why. But my thing is he could have talked about the type of hot girl that he likes. He could have talked about like gassed up hot girls. He, You know, he's good at that. You know, he's good at complimenting women. Yeah. You know what I mean? But for him to be on the hook saying the lame little hook. Nikki's bars were weak to me. Like uh, you're not really a Nikki fan. No, she not, got some songs really. that I really like, but it's, yeah. I can name five. There's not more than five. Yeah, you don't really rock. With yeah. Me. So, um, but yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> but back to what we were doing—a podcast. Hey, hey, everyone! Uh, welcome back. I know I took two weeks off. Um, I was on Brilliant Idiots though, so lots of content there. If you need. To hear me more than more than um, today's episode, I guess. But we talked about a lot of stuff that I'm not going to talk about on this podcast. I asked you guys in my mentions to um, let me know what you want to hear about, and, and you gave guys gave me some good feedback. So we're going to discuss some of those things. Might be about what an hour, hour and a half. Show, show, my we, show, I'm just hour here. and a half for the ride. I'm going to try to go hour and a half because Aiden's already annoying me over there. Uh, throwing balls, trying to get Beijing to chase him and shit. Uh, I apologize for putting you guys back in the projects of my studio. <laughs> back where we started. <laughs> this is my studio. This is actually my formal dining room in my house. And um, I never used this fucking room. Like, we had all this expensive shit in here. The fucking table was $8,000. Like, it was? Yeah. I paid eight grand for that table. I did not know that. I know you didn't. It's none of your business either. <laughs> I don't ask you every time a fucking video, new video game comes out or fucking, what do you, you pay like monthly subscriptions to PlayStation? Uh, no, nah, you pay yearly to just be online. No, but, but I see something that's like $59 all the time. What is that? Like, it seems like it's monthly. No, nah, it's not monthly. Mm, it's not yearly. 
definitely not yearly. I think it's, it's not fifty nine dollars a month. No, it's not. Whatever. I you see might see fifty nine dollars. That's usually the price of a new game. So you guys are just buying games that are fifty nine dollars. That's how. That's the typical price for a game. And if a game comes out that I want, I get it for sixty dollars. <laughs> So, like I said, don't worry about the You tables. can't compare $60 to $8,000, though. Yeah, I can. I can All compare. Right. I feel you because I'm not actually using the table. That's where my issue came in. It's not what the table costs because it's a beautiful yeah, table. It was just, but we weren't using it. No, it was just to look nice. It had a nice little centerpiece. But you know how much the flowers, flower. the centerpiece of flowers cost? You don't even want to know that then. I forgot. That was probably about 1500 for some fake flowers? Yeah. Wow. It looked Did nice you see though. I got to actually design that whole thing, though? Yeah, it, it looked really nice in here. It was here. beautiful in lie. here, right? Not a fucking dinner was eaten in here. Not a fucking meeting. Not, you don't care about Thanksgiving? I don't do Thanksgiving. That would no, be the only sorry, time. Sorry, bitch, ain't doing Thanksgiving. That would be no. the only time, really, we would use that. It's not like we're going to cook and come and sit here. Yeah, and there's three of us that live here, and the fucking table set 12 people. Yeah. It was overkill, but it was just traditional shit. Yeah. You know, stuff that, you know, you like to do when you get to a new place. Yeah, because the rest of the room, we have like a candelabras everywhere. We have this beautiful chandelier. I don't even know what that what first word you said is. What, what is candelabra? that? Candelabra? The thing that hold candles? Yeah. The, the thing that hold candles. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> we have those like on the wall. I wish I could show you guys. But the room is very fancy. And... I needed to fancy it up with the furniture. And so I spent a lot of money on that you stupid did. ass shit. You did it. And you then did I a said, great fuck job. this shit. I need somewhere to record my podcast. And I got rid of all now of it. Now it's functional. Now it's functional. Now I'm only Dope. using half of it. There's another piece over here, couch, chill area. When I have guests or people in studio listening, there's no one today. But um, yeah, so we're back in the old digs. Um, I enjoyed the LA digs. It was fun. I'm still looking for a place like that. So um, if you know of a place in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Broward, Dade, whatever, um, let me know. Uh, I don't. I, I would love to go somewhere and not do any of the work. This is me. I'm fucking producing, directing this entire shit now. I'm you're the show. Shit. You're shit. I'm doing everything now, and I don't like it. I want to be spoiled. No, you're spoiled. God damn it. You should <laughs> just walk in, get your shit done, leave, and post yeah. your shit when it was done. Hey, post my shit like this. <laughs> like, I fucking had a whole team of people. Yeah, that was dope. And now I'm just back to me. Yeah. But we I'm gonna still going right. to get a good show. We're still going to have a lot of fun. Um, let's talk about things that have happened since I recorded. First of all, shout out everybody that is here because of Sugar Free. I got a whole bunch of new followers dope. and people fucking with me because I had Sugar Free on. I'm going to have more non-sports people on now. This show is moving. It's going places. I always thought it would do that. Yeah. And so every week you might not get sports. I'm going to do my very best. Um, Football is easy. I can always squeeze in a football show, so that's good. But with basketball, you know, it gets tough because there's like so many games a week. But I'm going to try to give you guys some football every week. But I'm going to have some other non-sports people on to just go with the flow of the show. Like I'm getting a lot of non-sports people hitting me up saying they want to come on. Wayno. That's dope. I did brilliant you idiots. You are a real life celebrity. <laughs> Wayno wants to come on the podcast, For, especially in New York, which is a great place. Yeah, to be New York is like my city. It's my number one listeners. I have to give a shout out to New York. You guys are my number one listeners. Like it's not even close. I have more New York listeners than 
any other city and i appreciate you guys um fuck with y'all so much and i know that you guys know that i'm doing a live show here in miami august 31st step it up south florida step it up south florida come and watch your girls live show but what i'm planning to do hopefully this one goes really well i am planning to do a new york show because the love when i come to new york it's, it's crazy. crazy. I mean, it's, it's, like I get love here in Miami. Like people always try to think that because I got arrested and shit, I said like, like I don't have any support here. Yes, Miami is the second city of my listeners. Dope. And when I'm here, I get love everywhere. It's only the Ryan Tannehill fans that don't like me. Yeah. And I just want to remind you guys that he is on the bench where he's supposed to be. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just like I fucking told you he would be when he left here. All these fans were telling me the minute he's free or he's available, um, so many teams are going to be coming for him. And he's on the bench. Yeah. Being a backup. Like I told you, I told you all this in 2013. And here we are six years later. Yeah. And nobody wants to talk about it. What, and say you're right? Yeah. No, I don't see do any that. media people here in South Florida with any banners that say Miko was actually right. Well, most of the time you got to know a lot of the stuff they were saying is being told to them what to say. Right. So it's not really, you know, it's just they're trying to. People be- don't really know that. They don't understand that the majority of their beat writers and their local radio guys, they're just do boys. The yeah. owners in the front office got their fingers stuck up their ass telling them it's what a, to say so about, that they can get all the crumbs, so that they can know all the tea before everyone else. That's what they're all bidding for. Yes. They're trying and to who, get the inside scoop. It's money. You know, people trying mm-hmm. to, you know, live a certain lifestyle, make a certain amount of money. And to do that, they got to do what they're told. Yeah. But you... I wasn't doing what the fuck I was told. Exactly. You don't have to do what you're Mm-mm. told. So that's why y'all that's should tune in of you. and listen to Miko. That's that's because of you. I thank you again. I know I wrote it yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, that post was great. That was, that was so dope. But I thank you again for allowing me to have my First Amendment rights. Like, I truly can say what the fuck I want to say. Yeah, because you got the bag. Yeah, because I... <laughs> You get the bag and fumble it. I get the bag and flip it and tumble it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you again for giving me my freedom. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you like somebody with their freedom. Because yeah. if you want to hear the same old dumb shit that you hear on ESPN every day, 24-7, you can just go listen there. There's, they're filled with people that don't have an opinion. And they actually do, but they won't say it because they're afraid to get fired. And, you know, afraid to lose whatever. Um, I'm not. I'm truly not. I don't care. I'm doing this because I love to do it. Um, I'm assuming one day it will pay me because I do want a job. I do want my own show of some sort. Um, I know you guys have been watching Half Court. I hope you've been watching Half Court, even though it's only two episodes. But I've been working on it all summer. Yeah, trying. I've, I've seen the work and you it's so cool. To see the finished product. And I kind of got a hand in the, the second one. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Brent. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, I do Brent. a little bit of everything. <laughs> I try to do, a, you know, a little bit of videoing, but, you know, that's not my forte, but I, I tried it. And now I feel like I, I participated you in did. greatness. You did. Brent was my camera guy. He was holding the camera for me um, in Miami. Um, you got to go to your first big three game. How yeah. was it? 
I was cool. At first, it started off, I was pissed because I, I got these seats. I told you not to I get I waited too long. Behind. I didn't show the big three you respect. You do everything that I tell you not to do. I told you to get those tickets immediately. You didn't like it because it was row B. And I said, but you'll be sitting behind Ice Cube. You know, yeah. it will be a cool seat. He has the best seat in the house. And he's the only person blocking. He's not big. So you could see around him. Right, right. So, but yeah, I didn't happened? listen to Miko. I, I, I went on my went on with my gut. It turned out not well at first, but as the, the game went on, we had a guy shooting film in front of us, and it was blocking our view completely. But after that, it, it was good. We saw some some big game winners. Um, it was dope. It was it was really cool. I had Aiden and my homie Todd, and it was a Ooh, good experience. Did you hear yeah, that, that thunder? Was crazy. Yeah, we're and, at, we're in a, a tropical rainforest right now, and so it, it was thunder. a big crowd. Like it was a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Like it was a it was good energy in the building. It was it was a good event. I yeah. liked it. it I would go fun. again if I you know I would go to another big three event. That was cool. Well, I'll be there this weekend in Dallas. This is the first time there's going to be six games in one day. Normally they break it up into two cities on the weekend. Six games in one one day. day. Yeah, but the games are only one hour. The games are to fifty. So it's just going to start. At they, they start on the six. hour every single one. No, I believe it will be hard. Probably start around like two or three. Two, yeah, yeah, because now we like we have like sometimes games are at noon. Like they're different times. Sunday starts at so six. So how are they going to do the tickets? It's just one ticket. Yeah, like, everybody gets to see all the games. Yeah. And damn, that's a long time. That's dope. It's very like dope. cheap too. No, it's very dope. Yeah. But it's like it's six hours. So drop the kids. If you got some high school kids. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, Listen. it's dope. It's a great deal. If you if you interested in going to a big three game, it's a great deal. You get three games, you whatever price you don't have to no, pay. No, this is the last weekend. This is it. But it's not the last season. Yeah, but we're talking about now. We okay, okay. Fuck them. They ain't even gave me a job yet <laughs> you're right, on the you're low. Right, you're right. You're on right. Lo- on the lowest right. of keys. My I don't bad. have a job now, Before yet. I big them up too much, y'all got to yeah. step it up and hook, hook my girl yeah, up with it. Yeah, so I had to create my own job, and I have a show called Half Court. So um, if you guys you know, want to see what it would be like, I am directing, producing everything. I'm getting criticism about my sound, and which is annoying the fuck out of me because to be – Keep it all the way real. Like the fact that I'm doing this by myself, I don't have a camera person. I don't have an assistant. Yeah. I don't have anything. What I don't even have the lights? luxury. I don't even have the luxury of getting the the player somewhere quiet to do right. the interview. I don't. Ha- don't you think I would do that if I could actually like get them in a quiet room or something? Like, do you guys people think are I- criticizing this? Yes, shit? they don't know like that you're doing this on your own. That's why I've told you don't them. have a crew. We did we did the the video at least when I'm there we did it with a camera with no uh, mics accessory mics no Nothing. boom mics no feather thing on the mic so that's just what you're gonna listen, get listen I'm trying I'm just trying to put together a show the reason that and I, and I'm paying for all this myself like this is coming out of my my no. company budget and the reason I'm doing this is to show the big three a show. Yeah, so that they can buy it, and when they buy the show, that should go to. Then I will have boom mics and all this other extra shit y'all want. Like I'm just showing you a product. Like let me know what you think of the product. Right. Let me know what you think of the way the show, the flow of the show, my interviewing skills. Like yeah, like the 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 video, all that video you're seeing in practice, all that shit. That's me. Right. It's amazing (laughs) what you're doing. That's why. 
people are crazy. Like that's not a, they don't understand what you're doing. They're just yeah. looking at the finished product and comparing it to something that a, a produced that's studio on TV. do. Yeah, like, like yeah. Monica, I'm using my iPhone. Yeah, no, that's just <laughs> amazing. Don't ever. I'm let using a fucking iPhone and I'm on the fly. No, that's like, just I don't dope. even know if I'm going to get the interviews that I want. They can say no. Right. They can say get the fuck out of here. No, that's just dope. <laughs> and some people do. I'm not gonna shade nobody, but I've been told no a few times. Yeah. So. Please understand that I'm trying to put together the best thing I can do with limited resources and access. No, that's dope. Don't worry about what anybody's saying because that's just dope. That's coming from me. Well, Papa Grimes. They're going to say you're biased. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's just dope. Yeah. Uh, AJ's on the song too. That's another AJ example is of the how fucking, dope he is. Yeah. Speaking of how dope an artist he is, AJ is, I, I sent AJ a, a write-up on what I would basically want the, the song to be about. Yeah. And, you know, the name of the song and all this stuff. And I just texted it to him. And I was like, here's some of the things that, you know, that you need to know that I want to be incorporated and blah, blah, blah. And then I want to say, like, a couple hours later, he sent me the shit back. Yeah, he's and really talented, like, bro. He really is. Like, literally on one, like, I got one sample of the song. And he was like, let me know if you want me to change anything. But this is what I got so far. And I was like, perfect. Could you mm. kind of master it a little bit? Make it sound a little more crispy? Bet. Sent it right back. And I'm yeah. just like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's a man. He really good at what he does. Yeah, matter of fact, while we have you guys, because I know how y'all be. Y'all not going to go listen to my show. So I want you to hear this song. Right? Should I play uh, it? Yeah, you should. Let's fucking play it, man. <sighs> Let's see. Hmm. Sorry, we're gonna. Hopefully, we can edit this. Maybe not. I don't know. Hmm. Here we go. That's the song, man. Like, the show is amazing. I really feel like they should pick this show up. No. That's you know? That's dope. And, you know, they they have copies of it. They've seen it. I made my own resume for the big three when I, um, a reel, is, you know, it's like a real video reel. Uh, I'm going to show it to you guys since I didn't get a job. I feel like, fuck it, I should just show it, right? I yeah. should show it on the podcast. 
And so um, I just feel like, you know, one day my gangster is going to be respected. But until then, y'all going to get these podcast bars from me. I'm marking something. This is what producers do during shows, you guys. Um, yeah. So hopefully they like the show. They pick up the show. And then next season, I'll be going to every city with a camera crew. Mm-hmm. And the players will know they'll be obligated yeah. to give me the interview. The coaches will be obligated right. to give me the interview for the the whole show and for the the, the league. Right. And that's how it should be. They should have somebody live corresponding there. They have sideline reporters. I wanted a sideline reporting job, but you know what? I feel like I'm more of this person. Yeah, you know, doing interviews getting real content, you know, putting together. I can produce the whole shit myself too. Yeah. You know, and I'm cheap. I'm already rich. So, you know, I'm doing this for the love. For the straight love. And, um, yeah, so let's just go ahead and get on with the show. We didn't entertain y'all enough at the beginning. Um, I didn't watch, but the Hall of Fame game happened. Um, The Hall of Fame ceremony took place. Do you Mm. know who all went in this year? Uh, Ed Reed. Mm-hmm. Ed. Uh, man. Champ Bailey. Mm-hmm. Tony Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't have any. Anything. You probably because you don't care. Um, Pat Bolin, um, an owner of the Broncos. I don't know who that is. Gil Brandt. I think I heard the name, but don't front know. office guy Ty Law. Okay, I know who that is. Uh huh. Kevin Mawai. Offensive lineman, I think. Yes, and Johnny Robinson. That's safety. It's a typical name, like <laughs> I don't yeah. know who that is. So those are all the inductees. Congrats to you guys. Um, you clearly played it safe the entire uh, season, your whole career. You did everything right if you went to the Hall of Fame, right? Right, right. You did whatever they needed, and you know maybe not first ballot, but whatever. Um, the only reason I'm even bringing this up because I don't give a fuck about the hall of fame Uh, and they, and the reason is because I don't feel like you're going to get in there and you obviously should appreciate that be in the hall of fame. I've never seen anybody do the shit you've done and it's crazy. That's not talked about still. We're going to get into, we're going to get into everybody wants to know what your, you know, situation is. We'll get into that real quick, but champ Bailey's speech came across a real nigga's desk because my DMs are for real niggas only. And Champ Bailey's speech came across my desk. And he, um, first of all, I'm going to let you guys hear it here. The first thing people see when they look at me is not a pro football Hall of Famer or a husband or a father. They view me first as a black man. So on behalf of all the black men that I've mentioned tonight, and many more out there, who've had the most of the same experience that I've, I've had in my lifetime, we say this to all of our white friends. When we tell you about our fears, please listen. When we tell you we're afraid for our kids, please listen. When we tell you there are many challenges we face because of the color of our skin, please listen. 
And please do not get caught up in how the message is delivered. Yes. Yes, most of us are black men or are athletes, but we are black men first. Understand this, the things that make us great on the field, like our size and our aggression, are the same things that can get us killed off the field. I believe if we start listening, there's no telling the progress we can make. All of us are dads, sons, brothers, your friends. We all understand that if we can't get our friends to listen, then no one will. And to my black brothers, if you do not have anything positive to say about our social challenges, please keep your mouth shut. Just the fact that he's like saying this, like he said, you know, you guys have white people on your team, right? Mm -hmm. And they don't seem to understand what we're talking about when we say the police are killing us mm -hmm. and the government is using us as slavery and prison systems and gentrification and poor education. Like, they don't get it. And it's okay to not get it. Mm -hmm. But to get in the way is the problem. And so his speech was basically saying to white people, get us. We're not just saying this to be talking out of the side of our fucking oh, he, neck. He did a speech like that. Yes, he okay. addressed his white teammates mm -hmm. and fans. And he was like, listen to your black friends. When they yeah. tell you that these are problems for us, we're, we're not kidding. It's real. I know you don't get it because you couldn't imagine as soon as you see the lights come on with the cops, most people be like, what the fuck does he want? I'm going to cuss this motherfucker out for even just pulling me over. What, officer? What? You know? Yeah. That's how a lot of white people address police because that's like white privilege. And they don't even get that. You do that's that true. as a black person, you will get a bullet in your fucking head. Yeah, you got to be a little. You're yeah. nervous. You're afraid. Everybody's nervous to the cops. You yeah. are walking into a room with a pit bull and no leash. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. A, it's a 175-pound pit bull. It's just different. It's just, you know, people live in different worlds. It's the yeah. same world, but it's different. Yeah, so he basically was like, listen to us. That's you cool. Know? Then he addressed the black people <laughs> that are in the fucking way. And he said, black people, if you don't agree, if you don't like that somebody else is standing up for people that look like them, okay, keep it to yourself, my nigga. We don't, you're in the way of the movement. Your coonery, your Sam Bowen, <laughs> Sam Bowen. your Massaian, your Uncle Tommen. It's in the way. It's in the way of the movement. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, why would you hate on people trying? Like, the fact that you're black, like, I don't like when black people say stuff like, well, it doesn't happen to me. Perfect example, ASAP Rocky, who's out of jail now. Yeah. Props to him for getting out. Before he went to jail, he was on social media saying things like, I don't, why would I care about Mike Brown? 
I don't live in the hood. I live in Malibu. Yeah, you told me. <laughs> Private yeah. jets. I heard about them. Lavish life. That doesn't happen to me. It doesn't affect me. Life has a strange way of humbling people in certain, like a lot of ways. Yeah. And that's one of them. You got to, you know, it's, it's easy to just live in, in your own world, but it's other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not your passion and your that's your drive to better things like that, it's still, you still see this stuff happening and you can have some compassion for other people. Yeah. Pretty much. And so then he went to jail, and there was a lot of bickering back and forth. Joe Budden went at um, Crystal on the read. Um, Jamel Hill addressed it. Um, a lot of big-name people addressed the fact that there's a, there was a line being drawn on that situation. Yeah. And um, the line is, should we care about ASAP Rocky since he don't care about us? Or... Yes, we should still care about him because it's still somebody black being wronged. And it's like, what side are you on? Yeah. You know, I lean on the side of fuck him. <laughs> I know you would. I was just going to lean the other way. You you lean the other way, huh? Right. See, I'm, you're Martin Luther King. I'm Malcolm X. Yeah. I and know. it's not like either one of us is wrong. I think we're both right. Yeah. But... That's why you should be careful what you say about your own people. Yeah. You know, like you're you're a problem and life, like you said, will humble the fuck out of you. Yeah, it really will. But I'm, I'm glad he's out. You know, I never want a man to be in jail because there's way too many companies and billionaires not in jail for shit they do every day, B. At all. We at see all. how many commercials do we see? Did your family member die of of infilocylate lapidations? <laughs> well, it's because of the fact that you know their lawn their lawn products gave them mesothelioma. Right. And there's a billion dollars out here for everyone to have. So many lawsuits. Those people aren't going to jail. The companies that own those they know damn well that they were poisoning people, and they're not going to jail. And they're not going to go to jail. Yeah. So free my niggas. Happy happy birthday, beloved, by the way. <laughs> this is birthday? Today is Tax's uh, birthday. birthday free my nigga. Free my nigga tax. Yes, free my nigga. Shit. Billion, millions of people are dying every day from prescription drugs. And none of those pharmaceutical people are, are going to jail. Because they can pay their way out of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a simple answer to all... Anything you could think of, money has something to do with it. And they got a lot of the money to get out of jams. Right. A whole lot of it. Well, free my nigga. Happy birthday, beloved. Um, I'm going to try to get him on today if I can. He has a podcast that came out today on Spotify. He's going to be doing tax season from prison. I'm hoping to get on an episode. I already know I'm going to get on. We already discussed it. I'm just saying. Um, I'm excited and I can't wait to, to interview him. And ask him all types of real nigga questions. I don't know how much he can answer you guys. We don't know anything. If I knew when the trial was starting, don't you think I would tell y'all? So, Because I'm going to be there. I would tell you guys whatever it is that I knew. And since I know nothing, I can't tell you anything. So, But free my nigga. Free my nigga. Beloved, I miss you and I love you. And um, I got you back. Um, but anyway, shout out Champ Bailey. It's unfortunate that players like champ 
isn't they aren't saying this now. They are saying it in the current locker room. There's only a sprinkle of us yeah. left that are trying to still address issues. And just like the way slavery and Jim Crow and all these things ended, it took white people. Yeah. That's <laughs> the, what I say about all of this NFL, the stuff that happens in the NFL, even with the kneeling mm-hmm. past that, just the things going on. Nothing's going to change with uh, special teams guys, wide receivers. Mm-hmm. That's that's not going to change it. It's really going to take quarterbacks, because in the NFL, that's really, really the only position that they truly give a damn about. In my in my opinion, it's true. So it will take your Aaron Rodgers, your Tom the Tom Brady's, your even even like. Even the other guys, even not as elite guys, even guys like we just watched Hard Knocks, Derek Carr, like people like that, that's mm-hmm. paid the most money. Derek Carr is not. Gonna I'm just. He I'm is, not, he is I'm a not, Trump loving, make America say, great know, again, hat wearing, fuck nigga. I know he's not going to do it, but oh. I'm just saying that level of guy. He's not mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, but you know, yeah, those guys need to say stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're already they won't. They they're won't. rich. They're paid. They and don't they, even get it. They're and, like, wait, what? And they've been the man most of the time and they're part of the the machine, the company. Yeah. You know, they're telling them like, look, you do this, you take care of us, we take care of you. And you're the face of the franchise and right. nobody wants to give that up. Right. You know, niggas is not trying <laughs> to like lose that luxury. That's that's what would at all. what would take. That's what it'll take. In my in my opinion, that's what it'll take. Well, um, shout out Race Imboden. Race Imboden. Who is that? A member of the U.S. fencing team and bronze medalist from the 2016 Olympics. He's a foil fencer, 26-year-old okay. and supermodel. Um, he kneeled on the podium last week um, uh, at the Pan Am Games. Race Bowden. Mm-hmm. And he said this this week I am honoring I'm honored to represent Team USA at the Pan Am Games, taking home gold and bronze. My pride, however, has been called. To, wait, hold on. My pride has been cut short by the multiple shortcomings of the country I hold so dear to my heart. Racism, lack of gun control, mistreatment of immigrants and a president who spreads hate are at the top of a long list. I chose to sacrifice my moment today at the top of the podium to call attention to issues that I believe need to be addressed and changed. I encourage others to please use your platform for empowerment and change. Yeah. He didn't have to do that. No, he doesn't. But he feels a way. He feels like this is a problem. And he wants to be a part of the solution. And yes, I'm pretty sure he doesn't get any of the shit that black people get. He's probably never been, you know, treated badly or, you know, but I'm pretty sure he's figured out that we ain't lying. Yeah. I mean, you just got to look around. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that know that there's problems and they're just simply choosing not to say anything because they don't care because it doesn't affect them. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah. So it's, you just need more people to have compassion and and care about other stuff. Yeah, that's pr- that's the that's the solution. Yeah, compassion um, is compassion. The 
Uh, Eric Reed, another kneeler. Um, by the way, he is uh, addressing that he's had, I think, five drug tests so far. Okay. Two, I think two, there's two different types or something he's had done, but he's basically saying they back on their bullshit of testing him, over-testing yeah. him. I'm going to get you right now. Make sure you're right. <laughs> but one other thing that he's speaking about, and he don't give a fuck, and I love it, he's, he's speaking about the NFL um, formed an entertainment and social justice partnership with Hove, everybody's daddy. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Rock Nation um, became co-producer of the halftime show as well. I saw that as well. So what do we think of this when Hove said, I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me. I don't I, need you. I really was thinking that too. What do you think um, is happening here? First, what Eric Reed said, it says interesting timing on the partnership with Jay-Z on the heels of Stephen Ross's fundraiser to Donald Chump. And the I, I put the chump in there. And the backlash. <laughs> I was going to say, he put Donald Chump? Shit. And the backlash his other companies are getting because of it. Pay attention, folks, is the hashtag. Um, do you, th- first of all, it's kind of weird to think that they would put this together in a week. I don't think that. Mm-hmm. But I also think that the NFL knew that there was going to be backlash as soon as Stephen, it was out there that Stephen Ross was hosting a fundraiser for Donald Trump to um, so you raise think money. So you this is intertwined? Um, I don't know. I'm what I'm hoping because it sounds like Jay Z is a sucker ass nigga right now. <laughs> it appears that he's a coon. But there's no way, right? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, why he would do this. It's not like he needs the cash. Obviously, he doesn't. I don't know if he has some type of plans for the Super Bowl shows. That's that what I'm saying because have. it's in Miami this year. So we just gotta wait and see because Hove been doing too much on the black side the like you know to go and just you yeah. know what well, i'm I feel like he's about to set these niggas up like I, for, I, I in my spirit this isn't my daddy but this is a lot of niggas that i fuck with daddy and i would hate for their daddy to do them like the, the the one daddy on um when they see us remember the black dad yeah because i just i don't it's no reason for it's no reason for him to sell out yeah so it it gotta be something they got something planned I just, we just got to wait and see. That's pretty much it. Well, shout out to all the people that are ending their membership with Equinox Soul Cycle and um, what's the other name of that fitness company? Uh, eek, 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 eek. Uh, Equinox Soul Cycle and Blink Fitness. Their CEOs are coming out saying no. This is not, we're not supporting Donald Trump. Yes, you are, because those companies are all owned by uh, Stephen Ross's company, the, the related companies. What you mean you're not? Yeah. Your money is his money. Right. Y'all are, he's not just some private investor that just threw a bone at y'all, has no impact. He is the owner of a, the related companies. You guys are under them. Am I wrong? I thought this was a fundraiser so he can make money for his... Uh for his campaign. Yeah, so how are you not? <laughs> he made $12 million, yeah. $100,000 for lunch and yeah. a picture. And if you gave 250000 you actually got to sit down at a roundtable discussion and discuss some of the things that Donald and his loser-ass crew <laughs> are planning to destroy the country. And he made $12 million. Stephen Ross hosted this. So the... So what they're saying is like, 
we were having a, a fundraiser to discuss things that he can do differently. Like what? What? Are, like what? Doesn't how matter. Are they, how are they saying it's not? They're not supporting. They. They, him? they don't. They're lying. That's what I'm saying. And, that's, and they're trying to tell people to stop ending their memberships. But there's so many. You know what's funny? This these companies are like the famous people's gyms. Yeah. Like us regular rich people, we go to like LA Fitness and 24 Hour Fitness. If you're super famous, then you go to these places. Yeah. This is like the the, the Hollywood. You just got to take what comes with it. Yeah. Well, the employees are now ready to quit because they're losing money because a lot of this is based on commission. Oh, shit. The shit's falling apart. If you if you do anything with Donald Trump in this the way social climate is, yeah, you got to know, especially if your fan, your client base is Hollywood, yeah, you got to know. Chrissy Holly- Teigen did a video. Hollywood on- don't fuck yeah. with Trump. Yeah, so you got to know. You got to just own it and say, yeah, we fucking we trying to make some money, whatever. Well, that's what Stephen Ross is doing, and that's why Kenny Stills called him out and said like. He called bullshit, and he was like, I feel like somebody has to call him out, and somebody has to have the balls to say to him, you can't dip in both ponds, my nigga. You can't yeah. toe that line. You can't have an organization called RISE, which stands for, funny thing is, which um, RISE, where is this set? Stands for Ross Initiative in Sports Equality, a campaign to eliminate racial discrimination and champion social justice. Yeah. And he said, you know, I don't support all of Donald Trump's, um, you know, ideas. You know, I've made that clear. But my nigga, this is this is what and this is why I got mad at Omar Kelly. And I wish he was on the show today. Um, it He said when he wrote an article, he said just because Stephen Ross is helping Donald Trump raise money for his campaign, you can't negate all the things he's done for the black community. What? What? I mean, what, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like, go ahead, because you have something to say. Go ahead. What, he's what? saying that he still did the good things. Those aren't good things. Those are shut up, throw you a bone. That's type what I of was going to say. The good thing would be to not help the racist president make more money. That was what I was. That was going to be my next point. I was going to say like, but you now it seems as if. You're only doing that stuff because it's just you're a fucking billionaire. This really is you're helping throwing you. a bone it's to like, the it, niggers. It's nothing to you. It's to keep people buying tickets so you don't lose or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, your homie is Donald Trump and you're going to support him. Yeah. And fair. If that's what you want to do, that's what you do. But like Kenny still said, you can't really play both sides. Yeah. You can't be for... Uh, I'm for equal everything. And then this guy, Donald Trump, that is a known racist. Like, it's kind of so, weird. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, it makes people think. We we yeah. never really know what, what's his name? What's the owner's name? Ross. Ross. Yeah. We you don't never, know your ex-owner's name? I don't know nothing. <laughs> I, it's like, it's not like you can tell exactly what's going on in his head, but it makes people think. And that's, you know, it's kind of gets people to like, what, what? Yeah. Well, I'm proud of Kenny Stills for saying something. And then his head coach, Flores, is that his name? Yeah. They asked him how he felt about Kenny Stills addressing, you know, the Donald Trump situation. And he said, and um, he said, I wish he would have addressed him in private, which in air quotes means 
I wish he wouldn't have said a fucking word. Because how the fuck do you address your owner in private about something like this that's public? That means you don't want anyone to know that you have a problem with it. The, per- well, the purpose of addressing is- it on social media is to let the world know this is wrong and I have a problem with it. In private, lets no one know. What he's saying is he didn't want the attention that he got. Oh well, he don't want. You it. know, we don't want we don't want the attention of knowing that the nigga that we fucking supporting his stupid ass charity is really hustling is he, is hustling backwards. He doesn't want to answer questions about it at the press conference. That's so pretty much what that means. Well, but guess what? Tell your owner not to host dinners for the fucking president, and yeah, you won't be having to answer. Another questions. Another thing is too, like if if say Flores said that. Uh-huh. It would be easy for Kenny Stills to address that. They're like, yo, Flora, yo, you see him every day. Yeah. I don't, you don't see the owner of the team right. every day. Right. You do not. You see him once in a while, and then you see him on game day. He walks, does his little lap in a thing, and then dips. Right. You don't, you don't just you don't be kicking him. it with the owner yeah. or to, just to talk to him. Well, I'm happy that he said something. I'm, I'm happy that it came out and... Props to Eric Reed for saying something, although we don't know the Jay-Z situation. Jay-Z is, a vi- I assume, he's a smart man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't know. We don't know what's going on. Only time will tell. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like he needs a reason. He does. He has any reason to sell out. I mean, we don't know what's going on, but yeah, you, you never know. You never know. So we're going to just let those situations simmer. Um, Stephen Ross is a racist. <laughs> If anybody ever wanted to know the truth. Um, so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is a racist, said person is a racist, mm-hmm. and this other person you don't know is a racist, but he's friend with the known racist, does that make him a racist? Um, It makes him an accessory to racism. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to clear something. Yeah. You're right. an accessory to racism. Okay. Um, There was a, a situation recently. Damn, I need to get her permission to talk about this. Uh. Man, anyway, I'm not going to talk about it. But there's there's situations where you have to be careful who you associate with. I was just trying to clear something. You just never know. Like I wouldn't, like I wouldn't. There's there's a a line. Like when when Denver Omar Kelly was talking about, you know, what are we going to do? Um, not do, not do anything in the world. There's so many races everywhere. You can't just quit Equinox and Soul Cycle. Then that means you have to quit this and quit this and quit this. Every time we find out somebody's a racist, like we have the band Gucci and you know all these things. And my response to that is, we all have choices. We all make choices mm-hmm. in our life. We're not going to be able to get around supporting a racist because the majority of the company, the country, is owned by racists. So just to your day to day, like you're you're getting by day to day, you're supporting racists, right? Whether mm-hmm. you want to or not. Right. But there are ways that you can intentionally not support certain races. You see what I mean? Yeah. And that's how you do it. You know you have to support fucking the, the your building, your company, like whoever built this this house. It's probably a racist. <laughs> The company that makes the wood. You don't know. But if you can go to another gym right now today and fuck up a racist life like Stephen Ross, fuck up his companies, fuck up people underneath him who aren't billionaires. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I want to do it. I, I want to fuck with them. Any way you can. Because they fuck with us. Yeah. Yeah. So you have little ways to take a little knife and poke the shit out of these races. Do it. You can. We all can. Mm-hmm. From rich to poor. We're all somehow, some way supporting a racist. And you can choose where your dollar goes. Yeah. That's the only you know? way you can really If somebody's them. for, you know, fucking letting the FDA call McDonald's food. You know, I can get... I can, you know, get mad at that, but, you know, whatever. But a racist? Yeah. I kind of want to piss them off. I want to do something to affect their pocket. Because that's the only way to affect them. Yeah. It's to fuck up their pocket. Yeah. So props to everybody fucking up the profits of a racist, even in our small ways. Appreciate all of you guys. Um, We had... um, Three, I believe, mass shootings since I was on the air. Two of them major in El Paso, Texas. A terrorist murdered 22 people in a Walmart. Just felt like going into Walmart, shooting people up. Crazy. With an assault rifle. Crazy. Automatic weapons. Yeah. Right here in our hands. I'm all about the Second Amendment. You know that. I do know that. You know I'm with those shits. However, there are certain guns that should not be accessible to us. I really don't know why, like right now, like after we're done, mm-hmm. I could go get a assault rifle. Like in five immediately. minutes. Like I could go buy one. Yeah. In five minutes, you can just go get one. It was, Bullets, everything. It was shocking to me when I first left, when, when I first got in the league and I moved to Georgia and people were going to a gun range. And I was like, yeah, you want you want to get a gun? I'm like, yeah. I mean, how long does it take? I was like, just right now. Just buy like a bag of chips. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A fucking bag of chips. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. And yeah. it's crazy. Like, I, I feel like I don't. They're never going to get rid of it in America. They're never going to get rid of the right. I don't think to- they should. And the reason is because we're so fucked up. I want to be able to arm myself and protect myself against our own government, our own fucking people. I know you've we've talked about this before, but I feel like they do need to do something as yeah. far as these certain guns certain should be guns banned. Maybe I don't know. They need to go to the drawing board and figure out something about some gun control because it's too it's too easy. And another thing with the mass shootings, what and in my opinion, what I think would help, and and they're not. I don't think this will ever happen either. I feel like the mass shooters are doing this for attention. Mm-hmm. And if you know, once it's a mass shooting, it's on the news, on a constant loop for weeks. Maybe if you didn't give them as much attention, I know this needs to be out there, but it's just, I don't know. Charlemagne said that it's a mental health issue. Do you think that it's a mental health issue? Yeah, clearly, if you're trying to kill a whole bunch of people, that's also mental health, obviously. I don't it. know. Some of it, I, he that would mean racism is a mental health issue. Because for you to say you want to kill Mexicans because they're rapists, you're, you're repeating things that your president <laughs> has a, said. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's, another, that's a crazy way to put it, but yeah. Yeah. So it's weird. You know? And, and racism then, is low-key a mental health issue if you think about it. It's learned behavior. I will say that. But I don't, I don't know for sure if it's a mental health issue. 
but it could be. Charlemagne made a great point on Brilliant Idiots. I'm not going to go into that too much, but in Dayton, Ohio, there was 26 people shot, nine dead in 30 seconds. Yeah, this is crazy. Like crazy. In a bar, in a bar. He, two of the victims, um, one of them was his sister and a companion who was with him. They all came to the bar together, having drinks, having fun, you know, kicking. And then he goes outside to the car for eight minutes, loads up all his shit and comes in. And 30 seconds, just sprays the whole bar and go, runs outside spraying. Yeah. He was killed. Cops shot him. I just, I don't know. I just... I don't know what you do when you have guns. Everybody has a gun. But like I said, all you could do is more gun control, more screening to get a gun. I, I, I don't. Yeah. That's I'm what, not going to act Donald like I got, I got all the answers or anything, but something needs to be done. It's yeah, too that's, easy. That's kind of what, what Donald Trump said. They asked him, um, first of all, he had the audacity to go to El Paso to visit the people that died. El Paso? My nigga. <clears throat> I don't know who this person is. Hex hates you all tweeted. Trump going to visit El Paso is like Bishop hugging Raheem's mother. <laughs> right. What is this orange bitch doing, dog? Like, what, the audacity. You can't just diss all Mexicans and then go to El Paso. Of all places. <laughs> like, it's so, he's so, like. You went to where the wall is going right, to be up, bro, my nigga. Like, what is wrong with you, And bro? then had an audacity, Brent, your president, your president, your president. Let me find this shit. This nigga had the audacity to say, they asked him, you know, what, like, what does he have to say to the children who are, because, you know, everybody's going back to school right now. Mm -hmm. And there was a bunch of kids who are afraid to go back to school because of all the mass shootings and everything's going on. And do you know what your president said? Something's crazy. Your president said, <laughs> tell them to go to school, study real hard, and maybe one day they'll be president. <laughs> That's what your nigga said. What? That's that what was his tip right there? Yeah. Hey, we scared of getting shot at school. Hey, go and study real hard. You might be president. You might be me one day. All right? Get out of my face. <laughs> That's y'all president, dog. Like, this is who y'all voted this for. He's clueless, bro. Aiden what? <laughs> yeah, so. Well, that's funny. He also said um, he was going to, I guess he said he was going to attempt to do better screening on gun uh licenses like you know paperwork yeah but he's such a fucking idiot dog like this country like when i first of all let me just say this too and i know you guys think that i'm weird but i don't believe all these mass shootings are real i don't i'm a theorist mm -hmm. there's some things that don't add up to me but i'm not i'm not gonna drag y'all into that okay i'm gonna say that but what i will say is it's happening too much uh, so much you know, only in this country. You know, that's yeah. just weird. And it's like we're not doing anything about it. And I know people are like, well, the reason that they're faking these shootings is because they want to do martial law and take all of our weapons. Okay, I get it. But I just don't think that it's going to happen. I don't I, think it's I just happen. feel like there's, there's this country is just fucked. That we're cursed from slavery. And until we make things right, 
this country is just going to be cursed. Reparations need to be had <laughs> for the. Uh, that yeah, ain't gonna happen either. The African descendants of slaves need to be reparated for and apologized to because that's the only way that progress begins. People keep saying we've made progress because we had a black president. No, the fuck we didn't. First of all, no shade to to President Barack Obama, but he was not a real nigga. Because a real nigga would have told us some shit before he left office. He he didn't tell us anything. No. He didn't tell us a fucking thing. He should have told us 9-11 was an inside job. Then I would feel like I had a black president. And he would have died. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) He would have died. So. Yeah. I know he had to stay alive. He did what he had to do. You know, I'm not going to act like he didn't do some things for us, but to keep it a buck with you, he was just a president. He was awful. He did all the horrible things that any white president would have done. If you, But you, these are politicians. I feel like people are expecting too much out of a politician. Yeah. If you know anything about politics, there is people in their pocket, is people getting mm-hmm. them to say certain things. Any politician. Yeah, Anyone. This, he still had just as we, we bombed just the same amount of so, schools and children in, in, in third world countries to yeah, get their resources so, when he was president as anybody else. So he might do some things that you like, but yeah, he definitely spoke up. He said some real nigga shit. He talked to us like a and, nigga, but he didn't do he anything. Can't. He's a politician. Yeah, it's just is. what it is. He could do some things. He speaks very well. He does great speeches. My he can God, motivate he's so people. Intelligent. It, but he's just a politician. Yeah. And that's what people need to realize about politicians. It's not going to be no uh, angel politician, a saint, come out here and just do everything right for anybody. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Money um, controls the country, not. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of money, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, is dead. Okay. Did you know that? No, I did not. <laughs> He's dead. Suicide in prison. Wow. I did not know that. That's what you said. I was like, what? Yeah. Damn. Killed himself allegedly. This is an alleged um, death. And let me tell you why. First of all, he was on suicide watch. People need to know that he was taken off of that and assigned two guards to stand, you know, guard of him. Mm-hmm. 24 hours, pretty much. And he still took the bed sheet and allegedly hung himself in his pri- in his cell. Were two guards watching? Um, let's just tell you the two prison guards assigned to watch Epstein's cell are now on administrative leave. The warden has been reassigned and the justice department has named a new acting warden. What that mean? Some foul afoot. <laughs> Some foul is afoot. <laughs> right? So now the funny thing is when you say something's foul afoot, you think he was killed, right? But yeah. the, the deep theorist in me says he wasn't killed. He's gone. Oh, like he's he's in another country now? Yeah, he has oh, his wow. own private island. They allegedly raided the private island a few days ago because apparently he was still having the pedophile ring being ran there. You know, the Clintons are allegedly... with him in this pedophile ring and that's why people were saying the clintons possibly had him killed or he you know he paid his way out to just go somewhere and be gone forever he has enough money to to be gone yeah so we don't know this country is so fucked up 
We really don't know. Something foul afoot. Something's foul. <laughs> Something foul is afoot, but he is allegedly dead. Um, wow. We don't know. We no, don't we know. Don't. And what we do know is our fucked up president said, well, I wonder if Bill Clinton's ever been to the private island. Like, dog, you know what happened at the private island, yet you have never addressed it or spoken on it. You've been president for two years. Yeah. You've never spoken on it. You know what has been happening. Like, you're a whole fuck nigga. Shut up. Stop talking about who else has been there when we know your bitch ass has. Yeah. Yeah. He get on my fucking nerves, dog. Like, God, that's the one thing I do like about him is, like, he's a racist, like, openly. You know, you got to be careful of the quiet races, but respect the outward races. Like, I respect them niggas. I know how to handle them when I see them. Yeah. I know how to deal with them. Yeah. The ones you don't know about, the sneakies, you know, them the ones you got to be careful of because they doing sure dirty about. shit behind your back. Right. Yeah. But um, hopefully he's really dead. Actually, no. I don't want, I didn't want him to die because I wanted him to stand up and deal with what he did to people. And allow those victims, you know, an opportunity to seek justice. Yeah, just hearing the stories and how many photos of children she was in his house was just so, it's just creepy. Fucking creepy as like shit. Like, I'll put an example. Like I said, if you walked in a house and somebody had a thousand pictures of just grown women in it, you'd be like, bro, what the hell is wrong with you, bro? It's disgusting. You're creepy. Yeah. People are fucking weird, man. Um, quickly, R. Kelly has new charges against him. Wow. It's just all coming down for R. Kelly's, huh? Apparently, they're in Minnesota. There's a woman coming forward in 2001, I believe. She said that he paid, he, she met him at a concert. He got her backstage, got her phone number. She was, uh, underage. Um, crazy that these underage girls be getting backstage without their parents, like without nobody we, we figured it out. Parents don't really care. They yeah. just want their kid to do they something. They drop them off and, and let them do whatever they want to do at the concert, Let's which, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen when Aiden's a teenager. You know, what if he wants to get dropped off at a concert? We're going to say no when he's 16? I'm hoping that, you know. Yeah, boy. Still, boys get molested too, Brent. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm just using it for Aiden, the RKL's. Cause I don't want you to hear this yet. I'm not ready to talk about molestation just yet. The R. Kells is a different situation. He ain't do boys. Well, so what? Some people do. Yeah, that's true. And so I mean, it's just like. It is. Because so, I would think you could drop him off at a concert at 16. I went to a concert by myself at 16. Yeah, I didn't. Well, you know what? I was smoking weed, though. Like I was, <laughs> But you know what? I was different. I ain't going to hold you. I was different. I didn't really go a lot of places. I was just stuck in my my tomboyism. I was just trying to go to games and shit. But um, his lawyer, his attorney, Stephen Greenberg, tweeted, "Give me a break. This is beyond absurd." He's basically saying now, motherfuckers just coming out of the woodwork, coming out just- with anything, saying anything now. Yeah. She said she was given two hundred dollars to take off her clothes and dance. Then she said Kelly took his clothes off and they danced together. 
naked. I mean, if he did, if he didn't, like, it's not too far-fetched to believe it happened. But. Yeah, but we don't even know now because now it's just, yeah, it's just so many like, stories are going to come out. It's right. Sad. It's, it's, it is. That's but what, what I we said. do it's, know is that he's a fucking pedophile. Yeah, we know that we know. 100%. We so know it's like, is. it's kind of like, uh, you just throwing more bricks on top of somebody that's buried in bricks like you know what's funny like imagine jeffrey epstein getting ready to commit suicide i bet they would let him because he has a book you know he has all this this uh documents that you know allegedly were about to come out about all the people that helped him that were involved with him and the pedophilia oh my God. you know that, that he has video of you know he's have hidden cameras in his home he used to invite all these big name people over to fuck on little girls that he had in his brothel and he would hide cameras in there and he it was said that he would allegedly use it as blackmail to make them do business with him to work with him to get him money to make him rich yeah that's creepy and so i think that there's you know he could have been killed because people want him silenced yes but could you imagine R. Kelly trying to kill himself in jail? And they're like, oh, no, nah, nigga. They would be like, nah, you're you going to jail. No, you're not getting off. He's doing this time. <laughs> yeah, you're doing yours. You're not, you're not going to get to kill you're yourself. You're not taking the easy way out. Yeah. I bet they will not let R. Kelly commit suicide in prison. They will fucking resuscitate him and every fucking thing. <laughs> rushing, nigga, him to- rushing him to the hospital. No, you will, you will stand trial, buddy. Um, what else is going on? Oh, you want to talk a little WNBA? We finally got some WNBA news. Yeah, we can talk about WNBA it. finally had their first fight. There we go. That's what you mm. said is the key to, yes. to getting some popularity I, in the they've sport. They've been in the news for a week now. One fight. Yeah. And they've been in the news every day this whole week. Brittany Griner on her bobblehead night. That was fun. <laughs> six minutes left into the game. Up, I think they was up six, 65-71 if I'm correct. Let me check my notes. They was, she was sick of the bullshit. My nigga, um, Anigwe, mm-hmm. a player who people have called a mixture of Chris Paul and Patrick Beverly at Charles Barkley size. Oh, my God. That's a crazy mix. That's a crazy mix yeah. right there. So she's apparently one of those people in the league. This is a legend. I don't want to hate on a girl, but I'm. this is just the stuff that I've been reading. And I contacted a couple of, of friends in the WNBA. And she is allegedly the, the, the aggressive problem starter. Yeah. She always want to throw elbows and be rough. And then somebody sent me a video of her in college throwing a ball a girl took a charge on her and when the girl was down the ground she threw the ball and <laughs> hit the girl nah. square in her forehead with the ball what yeah like she got a problem she with the problem she with the shit yeah but how time. you with the shits and then you go run when britney wanted to fade. she definitely was running running yeah. away from her that was crazy and that's what uh britney called her. i'm gonna call it a run man run man yeah that's me she like, you always want to fade, but you don't want the fade. You don't. So it's all an act. Yeah. You just doing all this shit for what? Brittany Tarasi has some shit to say. She got suspended in the game, too. She got uh, two game suspension because she came over because Brittany, when Brittany started to swing back and the shit, you know, went left and she was chasing the girl, another player came over and swung at Brittany, too. And Brittany mushed her open hand, 
mush this hoe, yeah. but was still, you know, swinging everything. So Tarazi came over to defend her, and she was like, I will defend Britney a hundred times out of a hundred. I yeah. will do it again. They, right. I was trying to make sure she didn't get jumped. Right. And she basically said that Brittany Griner is basically like the shack of the league. And she never gets her calls. She gets beat up. So she getting hacked. She gets hacked 24-7. And she's sick of it. She's just fucking had it. And no, no more. Mm-hmm. You know? And she got suspended three games because she she egged it on. Like when yeah. you got swung on, you should have just let it go. You should have just waited for the ref to call the fouls. They never call for you, Brittany. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. The calls you complain about having a bad day. Yeah, she was just sick of their shit, and um, and she had something to say about it. And uh, let me see, what does this say? Um, shout out Fluid the writer on Instagram. He posted something. And he said Miko has been saying this. This is what the league needs the whole time, and I think she's right. And and I am right. Like they need to fight. Like it needs to just be some some drama. Think about give the any, people what they want. Any sports. Yeah. When is it cool, like when, like game, like if two teams about to play any sport, if all you hear is good stories all week, oh, they love each other, they they respect each other, it's like, oh, whatever. But if you hear, yo, we going to whoop they ass, like, you yeah. like, I want to see this. Or yeah. fights, it's the same way. Yeah, I think they need it. And um, listen, this is what uh, Brittany said. This is so dope. She said, I'm not doing it for money because we don't even make enough money and they want me to – and they want to find me for every little thing. I'm getting texts for protecting myself in games and flagrants because they always only see me. They never see anything beforehand. I'm basically not getting paid this summer already (laughs) due to fines. Damn. Damn. And she said, how they handle this will determine a lot about my future because how, how can I fight for some league that doesn't even want to protect their players? They better hope our coaches and GMs don't go anywhere and and DB Dewana Bonner Bonner plays here forever because I'll be done in a heartbeat if I if I was if it was anyone else. Yeah. Bitches is tired. Like you already not paying them. They're not getting yeah. paid a lot of money. Nobody's coming to the games. They have to play. You either if you're in the WNBA, you have to have another job. Most of them play overseas. Yeah, they play overseas. Yeah. So the or stars media. the star a star like her has ultimate leverage though because they can't really afford to lose recognizable faces like that like Brittany Griner is probably one of the most not probably one of She's the most a leading scorer I yeah believe. one of the yeah. most popular players and in the dominant league. yeah so they can't afford to lose people yeah. that everybody Tarasi is standing up for her yeah. and she's like this so, league doesn't protect her like they they do it's like the shack effect they don't want to call foul because they could probably call foul every play right but that's not her fault yeah it's not her fault. It wasn't Shaq's fault either. Yeah. You know? And that's it's just how it is. Like, it's not LeBron's fault. Mm-hmm. LeBron should get more fouls called, but they don't. Yeah, they know. Because they're big and they don't want to foul out the other players and then that changes the game. But guess what? That's what happens. Yeah. That's like somebody saying, you know what? You swing the bat way too fast. So we're going to use a pitching machine when you're up at bat, <laughs> not just a regular pitcher. Yeah, because you... You have an unfair advantage. Yeah, you ain't right. Do you know? When we calling some of these strikes, I mean, some <laughs> of these ball strikes, because they can't really put it anywhere close so you can hit it. Yeah. 
So props to to Britney and Anigwe for kicking off some drama, you know, just <laughs> in coming. time. Keep the playoffs coming, are coming yeah. up soon. We need this. We need this energy. We need this. Um, and Britney, girl, quit. Quit the WNBA. Girl, they don't pay you enough any goddamn way. Go overseas where you're respected, where your coinage is respected. Another athlete being respected, Carmelo Anthony. Well, he Here's know. a quote. Out of 30 teams, you mean to tell me I can't make a 15-man roster? Do you think Carmelo Anthony deserves a spot on someone's 15-man roster? Yeah, he could play on somebody's team. Why don't you think he's on a 15-man roster? Because I, the the rap on him is he doesn't want to accept that he shouldn't be shooting like 25 times a game anymore, 20 shots a game. So you're saying that the reason he's not on a roster is because he wants to start and have be a volume shooter like he was in his yeah. prime. Like teams, he's a player that is supposed to be, a, he used to be in like a focal point. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I don't feel like the teams think he is a focal point worthy player. Like, yeah, you could have Melo on your team if he's willing to Come on, get in where bench. he fit in. You know, do his thing, have be some good leader. nights. Yeah. But not where it's like he's our one of the focal points of our team. Well, and that's what everybody thinks. And he has to show that he's – if he still wants to play, that he's not really trying to be the focal point. Well, he was on first take and he said, the Rockets tried to sign me for three years. They finally do. And tell me I'm the missing piece. Yeah. I've always been the missing piece. Then 10 games into the season, I haven't played – so I asked for a meeting to see what's good. And on the Game 11 road trip in San Antonio, they tell me my services are no longer needed and I need to figure out what I'm going to do next. Damn. So when you say that, it sounds good, Brent, but he wasn't given an opportunity in Houston. He wasn't even playing. That's just the rap. So how do you know that that's what he wants? That's how do you rap. know that he won't come off the bench and give whatever he's needed. He's saying it. He's saying, I will play whatever role is needed. Just give me a chance. Somebody got to give him a chance for whatever reason. The league don't want to give him a chance. They might be done with Melo. They do shit like that. But you just said he should play on a roster. I do think he, he can play. It's, he still can shoot. He still can score. He just can't be young Melo anymore. That's, he can still give you buckets, and he still can have hot nights where he go off. But he just can't consistently be the focal point of a team. That's all okay, I'm saying. Okay, so does he deserve a farewell tour? Nah. Why not? I never got, you know. Kobe had one. D-Wade had one. Dirk kind of had one. So if Dirk kind of had one, do you think Melo is Dirk? He doesn't have a ring. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he gets one. He's not as – that farewell tour, it, it's how endearing you are to your fans. Like, And I don't really feel like – Melo got some fans, but it ain't like, like Wade County. Kobe, fucking L.A. will – because he you. moved around because he, he Yeah, that's what I'm he saying. He went from Denver, he went to New York. Like, that's what usually it is. People that get farewell tours been on the same team. Okay. Or so you're you, like LeBron. Okay. Like if you've been all you've been around the league, like you don't really even though he's he's dope, he was he had a great career, he scored a lot of points, 
But he ain't really endearing. Like, he ain't got no true base like that. Well, the three-time gold medalist and all-time leading scorer in Team USA history is Carmelo Anthony. I could see that. He asked to play in the FIBA World Cup and was declined. Damn. Declined. They ain't rocking with Melo. Maybe he don't play any defense whatsoever. I don't know, man. He was declined, and the who is he? The manager of uh, managing director of the team said they're moving in a different direction. They have a lot of young players on yeah, the team. They do though. A lot of young guys, and they said that he he said that he feels Melo is trying to use this cup to get back in the NBA, and he said he feels like he needs to deal with them directly. Don't be coming over here trying to use the FIBA World Cup. He's going to try to hoop and show he can still play. To show that you still got it. We're basically trying to get our younger, our future Olympians ready. Yeah. And you will be in the way. Another slap in the face. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... It sounds like they done with Melo. Like, that's it. This is so sad. Like, they like, just done with him. Man, this is sad. He's, look, look, this is his name. Um, what's his name? Colangelo. Uh, he said, I love Melo. He made a great contribution. He was a very good international player. But for where we are and what we're doing, that conceivably could have been a distraction. I understand why the request was made. He's trying to reestablish himself. I think that has to be done in the NBA. Yeah, but that's, you know, could have summed that all up. Well, yeah, we done with Melo. <laughs> that's all. We done with him. Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Love, James Harden, and Dame Lillard have opted to sit out. And now they have Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, De'Aaron Fox, yeah, Kimba Walker. Yeah, team. Kimber Walker, like the elder statesman of the squad. Well, Lala had a problem with it, too. She said that, that they should have actually asked him to play. That, that should have been a respect. The fact that he asked should have been a, oh, well, since he asked, yes, absolutely. But that, <laughs> he don't get that type of love around the league. Melo just doesn't. Yeah, and I wonder why. Like, he's not a, did he do something wrong? Nah, he just because I mean we've 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 watched people like I guess Kobe is way above him, no shade. But we watched Kobe for the last two and some change years shoot a lot of bad shots. But Kobe was on the Lakers. He won championships. He's Kobe. He took all that money. Did not they didn't go get a star. It's different. It's just just certain people get certain treatment. He's Kobe. Carmelo Anthony's not Kobe. Yeah, he came in a league with like. a lot of the shine, him and LeBron. And D-Wade. And D-Wade. together. He was above D-Wade at first. Like, yeah. he was getting more love. Because but, offensively, you know, but he just was that never, nigga. His teams never did. He Anything, never was the focal point of a winner. But that's because he couldn't. He isn't a winner. Like, he's not LeBron. He's not D-Wade. So that's what I'm saying. He that's can't why put a team on his back with another. You know, you you're, you need somebody else to has. Did Melo? I gotta look. Think back. Iverson went. Iverson there. Iverson went there. They didn't even really let Iverson get off for real. I just that that mix. Wasn't that, that Chauncey, good. Billups. That Chauncey. They just weren't better. They weren't. He wasn't on a team that was a straight up 
in the final. He never went to the finals. Mm. He never even went to the finals. Yeah. So at this point, GMs is like, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Like they ain't. And no fan base is really just clinging to mellow like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm smoking, y'all. For this is for SoundCloud. I'm smoking. You'll see this on YouTube. <laughs> um the Rich Paul rule in the NBA came out and then disappeared. It was like kidding. Yeah. So that the NCAA tried to make a rule where if you do not have a, a four year bachelor's degree, you cannot represent an athlete. How are you going to tell somebody who they want to let represent yeah. them? Like, that's crazy. I just thought that the NCAA, that's not even legal. Like, you can't uh, even legally, it's none of your business. When well, you leave, when you just. Whoever dis- I want represent me <laughs> right when you decide to go pro you're essentially done with the ncaa how the fuck can they tell you yeah, what the you're fuck your to do? own business yeah so like, then rich paul addressed it and he said you know if they i don't even know why he addressed it but he said the the um they shouldn't do this because they're stopping you know people like me from be from being able to have another source of income. Duh, Rich Paul. Duh, my nigga. No, it's just they not don't right. they they tried it. They tried a fast one. They can't even do it. It's not. You know, he said the harmful consequences of this decision will ricochet onto others who are trying to break in. Rich Paul said, NCAA ex- executives are once again preventing young people from less prestigious backgrounds and often people of color from working in the system they continue to control. In this case, the people being locked out are kids who aspire to be a- an agent and work in the NBA and do not have the resources, opportunity, or desire to get a four-year degree. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. They can't do that. No, once I'm can't. done with the NCAA, I'm choosing. Fuck you. What can they do to me? That's what I'm saying. You can't even. How can you tell they me? They can who do can nothing be my agent? to you. Who can decide what I'm gonna get paid? And then the NCAA turns around and LeBron addressed it, and then they say, "Okay, we're gonna take it away." You had to. Like yeah, you don't have any control. Sense. You have no power. I wanted to read something for everybody because people are always trying to say I'm, you know, lying about certain things. And I talked about how football and basketball are two sports that you have to go to college before you go pro. And and, and the reason for that is because those are majority black sports Mm -hmm. you know why can you go pro in almost everything else even in high school you no, not almost everything everything else else. because i don't know about every single sport but i the majority of the major sports soccer all of them you can go in high school even dude just signed a pro contract in soccer and he was 14 14. years old yeah that's just an example yeah to go way back freddie adu did it at 14 years old here's another thing that i that i read something like that um, there's a hockey player. Oh, I don't want to read this whole thing, but it's so important. Um, basketball players are only allowed to consider whether to enter NBA draft before a set deadline. And now they can only hire NCAA approved people to help them make the decision. Yet hockey players are allowed to be drafted by NHL teams before then and only then decide whether their best route is to turn pro or return to college. That's right. Hockey players who, like basketball players, are scholarship college athletes overseen by the NCAA can actually get drafted and still play college hockey. Don't like the team? Don't like the depth chart? 
didn't get picked high enough, didn't get picked at all, come on to college. The, what is it called? The Hobie Baker Award winner for the best NCAA college hockey player this year was Kale McCarr. In 2017, McCarr was drafted fourth overall by the Colorado Avalanche, only to spend two years attending the University of Massachusetts before turning pro after leading the Minutemen to the NCAA championship game and then, under NHL rules, joined the Avalanche for the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's only, it's only basketball and football that it got those college My rules. nigga went back, back, because forth, and forth. It's clear why, though. The reason is no college hockey is, you know, people watch it, but not like, you know how much money college football makes? And college basketball? Billions. A lot of fucking money. And that's why they want the the star athletes that they talk about to give them some money for them one, one at least one year of money. And that's why college football, they get three years. Because it's just money. Those other sports is college baseball. Who, who won the last college baseball? Who won? I, I don't know. Who watches college baseball like that? Unless you're a true hardcore baseball fan. Yeah. They well, come pro because the, nobody really watches their college sports. But college football and basketball make a ton of money. And everything is about money. Well, I was right again. <laughs> they really just trying to fuck over the black athletes. Yeah, for their For money. the most part. Yeah. They want to force us to stay in college. And make the NCAA billions of dollars. Exactly. And allow other athletes that aren't making them billions to to roam and do whatever the fuck they want to do. It's not fair. It is not fair at all. (sighs) I feel like if you're perfecting a craft and you're ready to go pro, whenever you're ready to go pro, if people are willing to pay you for it. And you're willing to take that risk. And people are like, well, what if they don't get drafted? You're bad. That's like any business. If you fucking open up a fucking uh, subway and nobody shows up, that's your bad. Everybody has to deal with your bad in business. If we got Aiden to get into woodworking, right? And Aiden got dumb nice by the age of 10. Mm-hmm. If he was doing work and people was willing to pay for it, he can make money off of it because he's good yes. enough at it. And that should be the same for any, all this, any profession. Yeah. It's just it. It's kind of fucked up, man. Like it's, 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 just, it's just money. They, got, they know they can make a lot of money off of basketball and football, so they're going to do that. Money uh, is the next subject. Dak Prescott declines 30 million a year is this disrespectful for him to decline this or he has every fucking right he has right because it's just the contract's going to keep going up mm-hmm. the price and of the brick still is going to keep quarterback going up. And he's betting on himself like he in the way the league works if you're decent at quarterback he's the face of the team even if they don't win the Super Bowl or anything, if he he's going to put up decent numbers because it's an offensive league, mm-hmm. he's going to make more than whatever this contract is. Yes. So why take it now? Like, they think he's stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look, we'll give you $30 million. It's a crazy number. And if he took it, hey, you took it. But why not wait? You're going to get more money. Yeah. Now, um, he wants that Russell Wilson bread. 
or at the very least that uh, Carson Wentz mm-hmm. back. Yeah. What he, he will get. He will get from the Cowboys or someone else. Now, before this situation took place, Zeke Elliott uh, held out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jerry Jones uh, went on, did an interview, and he basically said, we don't need Zeke Elliott to get to the Super Bowl. Basically, do you think they need Zeke Elliott to get to the Super Bowl? No. Nah. And and everybody knows it. No, nah, they don't. Because I'm not saying Zeke Elliott isn't yeah, dope. He's but fucking he's dope. A running but back. he's a running back. Your quarterback is who gets you to the Super Bowl. If you got a decent running back, I mean It helps. But But no. Your quarterback gets you to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the only thing that Zeke is trying to do is preserve his body. And get a bag. Mm-hmm. And he has yeah, that right yeah, as well. That's right. Yeah. And so now I want to see how Jerry Jones plays this. Because don't don't forget, it's another nigga about to be tapping his shoulder next year named Amari Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> so. He got to pay a lot of people. The, the, there's three of these, these black boys. That's the three you're going to have to pay. Yeah. And then the thing, what what's going to make their team fall apart, which always does, you're going to pay these crazy contracts. And what really makes the Cowboys go, everybody knows, for the past, when they were their best a few years ago, was their offensive line. Boom. And you can't pay all of them, pay the quarterback, and then pay your running back. And, and your then number pay one your, receiver. Your, your defense end on the other side. You know, you got, you got other You're people. You're going to need pay. a corner. So stuff going to fall apart. It's the same reason the Seahawks were so good for a while because they had Russell Wilson on a bullshit contract. Yeah. Once you got to pay Russell Wilson, now it's Now just, you got to chip away at other people's checks. Yeah. And, and that's now when your the team foundation. Falls apart, and that's why the Seahawks aren't what the Seahawks were. Yeah. A few years ago. Because you were stealing money. Yeah. But no, not necessarily stealing it because no, they it gave it back. What, that's they, just what they're doing. They it's ran just, it back. It's just the how it goes. Yeah. Shit. So, but the sad part is the Seahawks got a Super Bowl out of there. Yeah, because they, they got Russell Wilson yeah, is the, a the, better player than Dak Prescott. Yeah, and the Cowboys haven't reached. They didn't reach that with Dak in his rookie deal. No. So Guys, now, Russell Wilson now they playing with the now they playing with the, the church's money. Yeah, Russell Wilson is is a special quarterback. Yeah. So now you're falling into damn. It's a strong possibility that I never make the Super Bowl, and I still got to pay him Super Bowl esque money. Yeah, and that's where it comes into just who's going to sell the most tickets. That's why they're going to pay Zeke because Dallas loves him. That's why they'll probably pay. They're going to pay Dak Prescott because so Amari doesn't get paid. That's a waste. Then they might not. That's a waste. They might not. If you don't keep him, that's a waste. But this year will tell a lot because this will be his first year as a. And then they'll. You know what they could do? They could fuck him over if they're not having a good year. You know how they do? Yeah, they'll start talking bad. Start talking bad about him. Numbers ain't the same. Yeah, start throwing at somebody else. Try to uplift some rookie. This this, is the game. It's the game. We're gonna see what the game Dallas is. They're gonna try to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they will. And they're going to, you know, I don't think they're that good to win the Super Bowl. So then they want, if they realize it early, they might start shitting on people. Just how it goes. That's how it goes. Speaking of how it goes, everyone wants to know how you're going. I'm going people, well. <laughs> my number one asked question is always, what's up with Brent? Is Brent signing somewhere? 
What's he going to do? And, you know, I don't really talk about it because it's nothing to talk about. But what would you like to say? Like, like you you were asked at the big three. That was people kept asking you, what's up, man? Are you playing this year? Are you retiring? And what's your answer? I'm just re- waiting on the right situation. That's all. I mean, when the right situation comes, I'm ready. I'm still swole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm ready. I work out. I'm, but I got to hear the right situation. I've been playing for a long time. I've been playing on for the past six years on teams that really didn't do anything. Uh-huh. And it would be cool to play in a different situation. So I'm just, just waiting on the right situation pretty much. Great answer. There we go. Thank you. I like that. You're a veteran. This will be year 14 for you. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, you've done so much for this league. You've done a lot for your family. And I feel like you should do something for yourself, you know, and that would be this, you know, waiting for an opportunity or a situation that you like, you know, so props to you. Damn it. I'm fucking up. Fucking up. Anyways, um, that's it. That's it. We're going to end this here. Okay. This is fun was fun, right? Yeah. I think I covered everything. Get out of your hand, Brent. I think I covered everything. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I appreciate you so much. Um, sorry that I took a week off. I had to. I was traveling, doing so many other things. You guys see the big three show half court. I went to I went to visit Tax, but his mom uh, deboed me out of the visitation. <laughs> So I had to, you know, let her visit him. But I went out there to um, go to a tribute also to Combat Jack. Uh, rest in peace, Reggie say. Um, I did Brilliant Idiots. And i just been moving around trying, to, trying to, to get out there and, and let people know that, I, that a bitch is here. And, and I'm ready to be fucked with because I feel like you're going to retire soon. And then I'll have opportunity to, to really do more things that I've always right. wanted to do with my career. Right. You know, so just be patient with me. I'm I'm working real hard on everything that I'm doing and just trying to bring you guys good content. And um, if you haven't already, please go to iHeartMikoLive.com to purchase tickets for my live show. It's on August 31st, Labor Day weekend. It's on a Saturday of Labor Day weekend uh, in Miami at Miami Light Project in Wynwood area. Yes, so come fuck with your girl. I appreciate you guys. I love you as always. Continue to pass my link around and show me that you fuck with me. Check out my YouTube. Also, there's so much content on there as well. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Lights across the country, getting to a bag. Pledge allegiance to the squad, never to a flag. They ain't see us having flying on the charter cash. Foreign whips, dealer place with the missing tags. Flights across the country, getting to a bag. Pledge allegiance to the squad, never to a flag. 
They ain't see us having flying on the charter cash Foreign whips deal a place with the missing tags When it come to success, we usual suspects Summertime shopping sprees, flying plus checks From the mud, we bust suds, now we bust checks And them diamonds shine hard on some roughnecks Buy my cars cash and blast them off the lot Educated but my swag like I'm off the block All my cousins, bosses, bro, we callin' shots And we learn to do it legal, they can't call the cops Flights across the country, getting to a bag Pledge allegiance to the squad, never to a flag They ain't see us having flying on the charter cash Foreign whips, deal a place with the missing tags Flights across the country, getting to a bag Pledge allegiance to the squad, never to a flag They ain't see us having flying on the charter cash Foreign whips, deal a place with the missing tags I came a long way, boy, I was curb service Pray for all these blessings after church sermons Now my name's so big I live in third person And I don't know which one of me was in your bird service Ay, I keep a section lit cause I'm a lifeline I'm 28 and rich, I'm in my prime I'm all about a function when it's nighttime But don't get it twisted, I'm in my right mind European lane switch Fuck, I look like switching on the squad, I'm with the same click Million dollar made man, rally cost the city bins Necklace, another 80 in, egg glizzy came with stick I just fucked the famous bitch Bitch, your baby daddy lame and shit, he never take the kids Nutted in her hella fast, and I never spanked again Fella, fella, play with heavy metal, check the rank again Fella, fella, thumbing through this cheddar to the bank again, huh? Flights across the country, getting to a bag Pledge allegiance to the squad, never to a flag they ain't see us having flying on the charter cash Foreign whips deal a place with the missing tags Flights across the country getting to a bag Pledge allegiance to the squad, never to a flag They ain't see us having flying on the charter cash Foreign whips deal a place with the missing tags